700 years after Giovanni Medici founded the first organized bank in Italy, more than half of the world's population is unbanked and consequently cannot get credit to invest in their future earnings. Compare that with just 100 years of progress in powered transportation. Today we can reach any part of the world with planes, trains, and ships. We can send space probes to Mars and beyond. Or consider the amazing progress made in communications. 100 years ago, the telephone and radio were in their infancy. Today, with digital technology, we can communicate anywhere in the world instantly. Why is the financial system different from transportation, communications, energy, manufacturing, or any of the other industries that have made huge strides, not only during the past 20 years, but during our own lives? Is there something about financial services that is resistant to change? It's not like the finance industry is neglected or underused by that portion of the Earth's population that can access its many services. In order to transact their daily affairs and protect their wealth, individuals and organizations of means have long relied upon financial services provided by a wide array of government, public, and private entities. Established institutions that fall under the umbrella term banks, those formidable buildings with marble floors and bronzed teller windows, have been and still are key players in the financial services sector. But banks have never been the sole providers of financial services to individuals and communities throughout the years. Banks have shared the financial sphere with a dizzying array of providers ranging from the corner loan shark to most recently the global retailer Walmart. These providers make loans, offer investment opportunities, keep money safe, and facilitate transactions. From decade to decade and in region to region across the globe, the stability and quality of both bank and non-bank providers have been and still are inconsistent. Some operate with the full faith and trust of their host national governments. Some skirt the edges of the law with outlandish products that are more risk than substance, and some have no other purpose than to profit from those who have little. Yet over the centuries and in every nation on earth, across the variety of financial services providers who throw open their doors to willing customers, one theme has remained consistent. When measured as a percentage of your assets, if you have lots of money, it's cheaper to do business with an established financial services provider than if you're someone who has to count your cash by the penny. In the world today, over two and a half billion people who earn wages and support families do not use a formally recognized financial services provider. They are cut off from the institutional services the wealthy take for granted. For them, the world of old finance is like an Aztec pyramid. Broad at the base, with a set of steep stairs ascending to the sacred temple at the top. Not everyone can access the riches and opportunities that lie at the top of the pyramid. The stairs are too steep and the price of admission is too high. These billions of people live at the bottom of the pyramid, abbreviated in this book as BOP. They do the best they can to find shelter, support their families, run their small businesses, and conduct their financial affairs without the benefit of safe and reliable institutional financial services. The goal is in sight but requires strengthening emerging solutions, then ensuring that the services provided are more widely available. Change is coming. It has been over a decade since the first evidence surfaced that it might be possible to make basic financial services available and affordable for everyone. 
and today we can speak of an emerging new finance industry full of accomplishments, setbacks, struggles, emotions, and most of all, hard work. Harder work than can ever be expected, but much more rewarding than any of us dreamed possible. The underserved financial market is massive, and it isn't just in developing countries. In the United States, the richest nation in the world, financial services are going backwards with increasing numbers of financial nomads choosing to move away from big banks. We stand at a time when we have the opportunity to leverage the breathtaking advances that have been made in communications technology during the past 20 years and use these advances to reconfigure today's obsolete financial services system. What we propose is not a far-off dream, but is something that has demonstrated success in real-life conditions. The old way of financial services could fairly be described as financial services as a privilege. The new way, banking as a platform, is one that is big and broad, and like any good global platform, it can hold as many people as want to climb aboard.